Interesting, am I wrong today about keeping someone's streaming passwords after you break up? And hey man, the the takes were interesting, and then plus maybe the worst first date of all time caller. <laughs> Good <laughs> yeah, night. I forgot about that. I when you were, when you said the worst, I thought you were going to talk about my. Maybe it's just me. No, that was should bad. We put that on the podcast. I think we have. To. I, I think we should leave it off. Plus, uh, we also found out you and Brian Riley both got junk mouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Trash Flash, mother, mother of God. Oh, yeah. The tra- this Talk is about a, leaving something off. This is a wild ride. This is a wild ride today. All right. It's all coming up right now. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when somebody is struggling with something and they need your help to figure it out. Uh, Jenna is on the phone with us right now. Jenna, why are you on Am I Wrong today? Okay. So me and my boyfriend ro- broke up like um, a few months ago, but I still all have all of his streaming passwords like Hulu, Netflix. HBO, like Disney Plus. I Jeez. still have all of them. Why should I share some of those with me? <laughs> a lot. I'd love to see Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, my, well, my friends think it's kind of like messed up and then I'm like stealing from him basically, but I don't see anything wrong with it because he stole all my time and all my money too. So. <laughs> how how long did you guys date? For like two years. Whoa. Oh, so that's wow, a, a long time. Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does he not know that you're using all of these? Or does he know and doesn't care? I honestly don't know if he knows or not. Maybe he just doesn't care. Maybe maybe he has no idea I'm using it. But yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. doesn't feel that wrong to me. I don't know. That's that's a lot of savings. Oh, heck I mean, yeah. Like If he's got like the TV, Hulu, I pay for that. That's like 75 bucks. Disney, that's like another 15 Netflix is like $15. you are talking like 125 bucks there. Yeah, exactly. I'm saving good money. <laughs> But you are stealing. No. No, let's no. call it what it is. Look, I'm, I'm not saying she's right or wrong, but is she right or wrong? I think I don't see a problem. So, all right, what, what, let's ask about the relationship part of it. Okay. Your relationship. You guys were dating for two years. It ended. How did it end? It was like a lot of on and off. Okay. But now it's, and it's off. <laughs> and I hope it stays and it's off. All right. Now, this may be a cautionary tale for people in a relationship right now that you don't think of because this is a new first world problem. When you break up, change all your passwords on your streaming devices. But then that's a pain because then you got to go to each TV. Right. And then you go on your phone. Now you got to change. Yeah. Okay. That can be a bit of a pain, too. Hmm. Well, this is an interesting one because. uh, Can I ask one more question about the relationship before we we turn it over to listeners? Was he a bad guy? I mean, like I know you guys broke up, and obviously it doesn't sound like it ended well, but is he a bad guy? Um, He's a liar. You know what? I'm uh, okay. on her side here. <laughs> I'm looking for anything to That's say. All it, cheddar. <laughs> That's all it took. Hey. He lied once. Oh, the hell with him. The, you know what? Stream, baby, stream. Because, <laughs> I mean, you have your own internet, you know? so That's, I, the, that's the real expensive part. Just, exactly. Just be... <laughs> Being the guy that I am, I would feel taken advantage of in this situation. Wow. So I would, but I would, I mean, what are you going to do? No, being the guy you are, you'd let a lady just steal your password. Well, and I'd only have like one streaming service, too. Like. <laughs> and you'd probably pay for it. I had a couple. This ain't about me, man. This ain't about me. It's about her and stealing stealing from him. That's all right. right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls. You'll be able to hear all the texts. And uh, we'll find out, are you wrong for stealing all these streaming services from your ex? Okay, sounds good. I can't wait to hear it all. All right, so get your calls, get your texts in here, and let us know, is she wrong for doing this to her ex-boyfriend? What do you think? I don't think that's ethical, but 
There you go. But, wait a second, so, she said but. Something that no one's brought up is just the question of ethics. All right, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. That's okay. No, yeah, it's not very ethical. I mean, if you're going to sever ties, you should sever all of them. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do for some good media. Thank you for the call. Let's keep them going. Keep the calls. Keep the text coming in. Is it wrong after you break up with somebody to continue to use their streaming services? Kelly and Wood. Jenna broke up with her boyfriend after two years, but is still using all of his streaming passwords. And I'm talking Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, mm-hmm. Paramount Plus. This, this dude has all of them. Disney Plus was in there? This dude needs to look at some packaging deals, man. Well, but anyway, is it wrong once you break up with somebody? Is it a victimless crime? Because it's not costing him any more money. I'm so torn on this one. Well, it's interesting. The texters are absolutely on her side. No, you're not really? wrong. Uh, he could change his password. I'm sure he knows. But what a pain in the butt. We, we had to change our Disney Plus pl- password last night. Mm-hmm. And it, it took like a half hour. It's not easy. I'm going to lie to you. Uh, Rachel, uh, you know what? Screw it. If it's on him, if he didn't change any passwords by now, Megan says, I bet you if he has his own profile, because you know when you go on each streaming service, yeah. if he's picking his own profile, why would he even know? Wouldn't uh, you Wouldn't you know, though, if someone was uh, messing with your Hulu or whatever? Because it doesn't say uh, watch again or recently but watched. But if you or... go into your Oh, okay, thing, okay. If it like, automatically logs into that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because that's how you keep it separate. Like if you're... You know, you share one with your parents right, or something, they're right. watching Game of Thrones, you are too. That's how it stays separate. Uh, Sherry, it's his responsibility to change passwords. That's not on you. Uh, how about this? I have a friend who went through this. They broke up. He continued to use her passwords for streaming. She eventually felt really used and changed all of her passwords. You got to at some point. Uh, how about this one? Uh, we share our, my passwords with my husband, my ex-husband, and the kids still share other streaming services. Well, that would make sense. I um, You know, we have, uh, we have Hulu and my brother doesn't have it, so mm-hmm. He asked, he asked a couple years ago if he could have our password for it. And I was like, fine, whatever. But now that I have kids and like they have their own TVs and stuff like that, I changed the password on them. And you didn't tell them? Left them out in the cold, man. That's how, that's how I am. Uh, Justice needs to be swift. That's a dirtbag move, man. <laughs> the dude's rich. He like just bought a business out in California. He can afford Hulu. Rich because he's stealing Hulu, I guess. Uh, didn't even steal it. You gave it to him. Uh, Jen texted in. She's the other side. She says, she is wrong. Women like to use double standards and excuses to get away with anything. Two wrongs don't make a right. This actually wow. upsets me on how people are acting out there. It's never really? okay. No matter what the excuse. Taking a strong stand on yeah, that she's one. A little she heated up on that one. This is funny. If he's so dumb, he doesn't know or doesn't care to change his passwords mm. or cancel his account. Now, that's ju- that would just be too much work right there. Uh, how about this one? During my last breakup, I asked if I could keep using her Hulu password. LMAO. What did she say, though? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm asking. You're broke. That's why I'm breaking up with you. Did she pull a Kelly and say, yes, it's okay, and then change the password all passive-aggressive-like? Listen, my brother is rich. He doesn't need my Hulu password. And I would go to watch something when the kids were watching something, and it would say, you're on too many TV sets right mm-hmm. now. Shut it down. All right. Uh, this is an interesting a- avenue to it. Uh, how about this from Melissa? Maybe he knows he screwed up, feels bad about it, and is hoping if he keeps her on there, it's something he can use against her later on. Maybe wow. take away, or maybe it's how they, you know, reconnect. Wow, that's a that's some three D chess. Right uh, there. By the way, uh, she texts back in. She says, "Yeah, I still use it." <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. There you go. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Now, this isn't about stealing uh, a password or anything. But you had a boyfriend or someone you were dating steal something from you. What happened? Well, I tried out this online dating situation, and I met a guy, and we went out on a date and had a great time. Um, really liked him. 
and I was really excited about it. And then, um, so we made plans to go on a second date. Um, before we went on the second date, he asked if he could borrow my car. He needed it. Um, I guess his car had broken down or something. And so I let him borrow. It was actually my brand new um, Chevy Tahoe. Oh, no. And I let him borrow it. And then I never heard back from him again. And the car is gone. The police can't find track him. I mean, it's he, he just disappeared. Oh, well, my now, God. The thing is, though, you just met the guy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just saying there was a lot of red flags there. Like, how long ago did this happen? Like, how long was, is your car, how long has it been missing? It's been, like, six months. And my insurance company will only give me half of the value of the car. Yeah. Well, did you at least learn your lesson? I am never doing online dating ever again. It's such a scam, and I'm never letting anybody borrow my car. Uh, I totally uh, got screwed. Well, yeah, if you just go ahead and hand them over the keys, the insurance company isn't going to do it. All right, I shouldn't. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah this, I'm being a jerk. Why don't you give her your Netflix password? <laughs> give her a little something. She needs it. Kelly and Wood. Jenna is sitting on hold for Am I Wrong right now, and she broke up with her boyfriend after two years, is still using all his streaming services' passwords. She's asking, is that wrong? Is it stealing or is it a victimless crime? Uh, Patty, first time texter, says if he's not smart enough to figure it out, enjoy while you can. No one's getting <laughs> harmed here. Enjoy the ride. Uh, yeah, she can use it until she notices from Megan, or she can offer maybe to pay half. Then they can both save some money. Oh, that sounds like a sticky situation right there. Three's better than half. I'm going to leave <laughs> this name out of it here, all right? I've been using my ex-boyfriend's Netflix for years. We broke up two years ago. Dang. He's got to know. My profile's still on there. <laughs> At that point in time, yeah. Especially if you're watching new shows like season four of Stranger Things. Like, huh, we broke up before that even came out. <laughs> He's so dumb. He doesn't know or doesn't care to change his password. Uh, you know what? You're right. Go ahead and use it. Uh, this one, I changed all my passwords so my ex wouldn't be able to log into anything. My emails, my bank account. And when I changed passwords so. for Disney+, Plus, it asks if I want to log out of all devices. Right. Log that's them the out. Good, yeah. That's the goodbye kiss right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we got a good. Uh, I think we got a good little swath of answers here. We can go ahead and mm-hmm. give to Jenna. Uh, let's get her back on the phone and give her her a judgment today. And am I wrong? All right, Jenna. You heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. And in today's judgment, and am I wrong? Some people on your side. Majority of people are saying, "Yeah, this is kind of stealing." Yeah. Okay. Um. That's interesting. I don't know. We'll go that. Let me guess, you're not going to stop doing it. <laughs> the more I think about it, it's just like he can still use all these streaming services too. I'm not like denying him access. Right. You're not stealing from him. I'm just also using it. <laughs> In addition to. Yeah. I, 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 hey, I, I went into this thinking this is kind of a victimless crime, if you will. Now, Kelly would probably say this is why they keep raising rates, things like that. Right, but of course. To me, I, hey, keep doing it until you get caught. Right? Thanks. That's what I think. Yeah! (laughs) Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So we learned that Sweet Caroline earlier was a song about Neil Diamond's wife. Her name was Martha, and he couldn't rhyme anything with Martha, so he just chose a three-syllable word, Caroline, right? Right. Well, while I was doing a deep dive on that song, I came across this one. Closing time. Everybody knows this song, right? I mean, this is Was not... this Eve 6? Uh, no, Semi-Sonic. Okay. At that point in music, everybody sounded exactly like this. But the end of every wedding, the end of every club night, whatever, like this song gets played, right? Right. Because it sounds like it's about the closing of a bar. Closing time. I want to take my call for out. 
Does he swear here? I, I'd better shut her down. Yeah. I don't, I'm playing that off of YouTube, so I don't know. Anyway, that song is actually about the birth of his son. Really? So, right. And he said this in concert. He says, everybody wants me to sing this at the end of the show. And it's always weird because this is actually about the start of life, the birth of my son. He's like, I don't like ending the show with that song every time. But if you look at the lyrics, he says, uh, uh, tell your brothers are your uh <laughs> tell your brothers or your sisters are here and he's not talking about like leaving the bar with your brothers and sisters he's talking about the womb is closing down Ooh. and tell your brothers or your sisters are here and that's just some of the lyrics that show and he's like he's like i never thought that it, everybody would take this as the sign of a closing of a bar but he's like i'm not going to you know deny that fact he's like it was a monster hit yeah so gather up all your jackets move to the exits he's just he's <laughs> I, I have a really easy time seeing how this is the closing of a right. bar. Well, that's what I said, too. The and baby like, grabbing his jacket on the way out. Here's what I thought, too, when I read this. I was like, well, is he like, you know, he's semi-sonic. He's trying to be all deep and introspective. Did he really write a song about the closing of a bar? And now he's changing it? As he got older, he was like, mm, that's kind of corny. That's, you know, what that's what about think, the birth man. of my son. Finish your whiskey or beer. Like, there's another one. And I saw a video of him actually saying that, that, that it was about the birth of his son. But now I'm looking at the lyrics. Closing time, this room won't open until your brothers or your sisters come. Okay, that's one that kind of sounds like the birth of a kid. The opening line, closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Right, That's that sounds like the birth of a kid, right? I guess. Yeah, and then he goes straight into uh, drink up. Tur- drink closing yeah. time, turn all, turn, all of, turn all of the lights on on every boy and every girl. I know who I want to take me home. Was the baby taking you home? No, the Parents are taking the baby home. I think this dude is lying, to be honest. Yeah. And I think he ruined yet another, maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to take the blame for it now. <laughs> Gather up your jackets and move to the exits. Again, I, I've never seen a baby born in a jacket. That's a classy baby if it did. I know who I want to take me home. Yeah. yeah. No. Boo. Okay. Well, boo. Uh, boo. I got one more day. One time, call for alcohol, finish your whiskey or beer. Nah, dude, this is definitely a bar. This is definitely a bar. He screwed me on this one. Yeah, he got you. I really thought this is, we're going to do a deep dive on this song. Show up to the next county fair and let them know what you think because he's closing it down. I really, I got one more day to turn this segment around this week. And if I don't do it, I say we cancel it. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, this is a bar. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Maybe you didn't find this interesting. a lie right maybe you thought well that's an interesting lie but it's not true either way i have another one for you tomorrow unfortunately i'm starting to lose faith in myself these turn been, it around these have been so bad i'm gonna i am going to scan the internet for something tonight maybe i'll even look for something for you don't do that don't don't, <laughs> don't patronize me Maybe you didn't find this interesting. Maybe you're just confused as to what we're even talking about. And you might be saying, why the hell is the country morning show talking about semi-sonic? Mm-hmm. Look, we got to fill four hours every day. It gets a little thin sometimes. Long time. But I don't mind saying that. I, I found it interesting. One, I believed it. Once I found it was a lie, I don't even care. But sometimes. <laughs> Maybe it's just that. Kelly and Wood. The Christmas present inflation game. I'm going to give you what something costs today, and you, and then I'm going to ask you what it costs the year it came out. I'll give you multiple choice, otherwise okay. you, you'll be all over the map. Brian Riley, I want you to join in on this one. I almost okay. don't want multiple choice. I'm too good for multiple choice. Whoa. Okay. We can we can do no multiple yeah, choice. No. I got to grab a piece of scratch paper Closest. here. Closest. Closest without going over. No, that's amazing. Yeah. What am I doing? Kelly, shut up. All right, here we go. <laughs> So the Barbie doll is going to be the first one. Ooh, a classic. Now, Barbie doll 
currently sells for approximately $19.97. Well, that's coming with some accessories then. Right. And that's an expensive one. I haven't bought yeah. a Barbie in a I have. very long time. I don't play with them anymore. But uh, what did it cost in 1959 when it came out? Ooh, I'm going to say one. 65. 165. What about you, Brian Riley? I'm going to go a little. I'm going to say 129. Ooh, 129. Okay. That's well, a good price, too. That's a good call. <laughs> you're both a little bit over. When Barbie came out in 1959, they were $2.99. Ooh, dang. All right. So, really, if you think about it, over the course of, you know, 63 years. That's not bad. It's not bad. No. $17 of inflation. All right. Classic. I tell you what, my daughter got a Barbie yesterday. Yeah. Man, this thing was hippie. She was had it? a wagon. Yeah. A dunk, badunka dunk? <laughs> yeah. Wow, hey, I was all for it. <laughs> that that one's going to go missing. <laughs> You'll find that one Show laying on, on Wood's pillow. Come on. Um, all right. Classic Monopoly game. Mm-hmm. Today sells for nineteen ninety nine. Oh, yeah. How much did Monopoly cost in 1935? 35. I'm going to say three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. It still for, came with all the trinkets. Yeah, and those were those were handmade. You know? Now the guy who did, wasn't the guy who came out with Monopoly wasn't he like trying to show the evils of a, having a Monopoly? Probably, and that's why he sure came out. Sure as hell, evil in my house. Or to teach, to teach. What do you think, Brian? I'm gonna say four fifty. Four fifty. You're actually both a little bit high on that one. Mm. Monopoly when it came out in 1935 was two dollars. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had child labor and stuff but, back yeah, there. Yeah, right. Bending the little metal dog together. Way cheaper to make. This <laughs> one this one tripped me out. All right, Mr. Potato Head sells for about seven ninety nine now. What did it sell for in 1952? 1952. That was actually a top-shelf toy, though. Yeah. So I'm going to say four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Okay, wow. Mr. Potato Head was legit. What year? This would have been in 1952. Uh, I'm going to say five fifty. Five fifty. You are both insanely high. This one has the like the highest markup of all over the past few years. Really? Maybe plastic is more expensive now. I don't know. But it's seven ninety nine now. When it came out, it was ninety eight cents. No way. For a Mr. Potato Holy Head. Cow. Isn't that crazy? Man. I, I bet you if you have one of the originals. By the way, one of the best characters in Toy Story. They Mr. Potato use real Head. Potatoes. Don Rick. <laughs> all you got was the accessories. Yeah. <laughs> Just stick it in and make dinner afterwards. Yeah, pretty much. Don Rickles was hilarious as Mr. Potato Head in those movies. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, this is one that my son, man, we we spent a fortune on Legos. So a classic Lego brick set is about thirty bucks right now. That's for a cheap yeah, one. Yeah, point me out to that one. I'm picking one up today at Shields, and that thing is like sixty five dollars. Mm-hmm. And hats off to Lego because they were on the verge of going out of business. They reinvented themselves. But I laugh because my son has all these themed ones. When I was a kid, we had a bucket of Legos. It was right. an old ice cream bucket. And you built a log cabin, and then you tore it down, and you that was You built the castle, yeah. had your siege, and... <laughs> right. Same time tomorrow, boys! <laughs> All right, so twenty nine ninety nine. now. What was it when it came out in 1958? Brian Riley? Uh, 50, I'm going to say six ninety nine. Okay. Wood? Linda texted this in. I'm going to ride with Linda here. Four ninety eight. Four ninety eight. Wood, you are actually a little bit closer. When they came out in 1958, it was $5.65. Ooh. So that's pretty close. Good. You could not. You can't even buy one Lego. No. Have you ever been to the Lego store? Oh yeah, like the Mall of America. They do a kind of a cool thing though, where you can do customized Lego people. Mm-hmm. So it, like take a scan of you, and it kind of makes a Lego yeah. person that looks. That's kind of neat. But again, that's like twelve dollars right. for a Lego person. I was like going to Disney World, and then they had the big dragon that was in the water, and it would come out. Mm-hmm. They build it out of Legos. I was oh, like, that's I'm neat. Gonna, I'm gonna build that. And then I realized it's gonna cost me. <laughs> I got twelve Legos. Yeah. All right. How about this? Million dollars. The Nintendo Switch. OLED, which is 
pretty dope. Mm. <laughs> it's a pretty cool toy. Currently retails for thirty four ninety nine. How much did Nintendo cost the entertainment system when it came out in nineteen eighty three? Now remember, this came with the original Super Mario Brothers. Th- mm-hmm. That's just that one, not the one with Duck Hunt and all that. Okay, this is just the one that came with Super Mario Brothers. I'm gonna say ninety nine ninety nine. Okay, what about I you, felt bro? like a very popular price for all those. Right, keep it under a hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say uh, seventy nine ninety nine. Oh man, split the difference, and you guys got it. It was eighty nine bucks. Was eighty nine ninety nine bucks? You know why I remember that so specifically? Because me and my brother had to buy our own. Yeah, and so it was like it was so hard for each of us to come up with forty five dollars. You get nailed with the tax. Right. Oh. Back in nineteen eighty three, I don't even know what I did for that money. Mm. Well, there you go. There's your holiday inflation quiz. Definitely some changes in the prices over the years. And if you got kids, you've noticed it. Mm-hmm. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Fertile, Minnesota, population 802. Home of the Polk County Fair of the last 110 years. You can ride rides, check out some of the food stands, and check out a show at the Grandstand. That's why, Fertile, Minnesota, you are today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Woods, a big bag of questions. All right, I got a list here of all the questions that people have sent in, either on our Instagram page, Facebook, text, in person, whatever it is. We got them all here together. I've got one to 120, Kelly. 73. Uh, Natalie, okay, Natalie texted in. Uh, she wanted to know, what is the best thing you can get for under $5? That's actually really good this time of year. That is, yeah. In case you got that coworker, you got to... You all agree, like, oh, let's spend twenty dollars. You find something cool for fifteen. Yeah. What's that last five that you can <laughs> right. get? Well, mine doesn't work for that. Because to me, the best thing, and this popped into my head instantly when you just read that. Okay. Best thing under five dollars is that meat and cheese combo at the gas station. Oh, get. Yeah. Whatever that cheese product is inside, I don't care. I know that you come down on me for eating that, mm-hmm. which I can't believe that you would have the audacity to do such a thing. But to me, the best thing under five if I had five dollars left and I could buy one more thing in this world. I would run to the gas station and get a meat and cheese combo. Hoo-wee! <laughs> I, I love them that much. I don't allow myself to eat them very often, but when I do, Lord, is it delicious. Well, I'm glad you enjoy. Uh, to me, the first thing that I jumped to, I actually did two things. Best thing under $5. First one, my tongue scraper. Huh? The fact that I just got weird looks from the both of you, it makes me understand both of y'all are junk mouths. Sidebar. No. You're yes. the one who admitted to brushing his teeth once a day. No, no. Yes, you did. Tongue scraper. Tongue scraper. Brian Riley, you ever heard of a tongue scraper? No, I have no idea what that oh, is. Oh, so right. back, back me up, texting in. Why do you need that? Because when you sleep, you get all this, like, just junk all over. That's why you, when you wake up and that you got that taste in your mouth of just, just like... Brush your tongue with your, with your toothbrush. Ugh. No, thank you, sir. Then that bacteria and stuff is living on your toothbrush. Rinse it off. With hot water. Oh no, you're messing up. You you have there's it's honestly gotta look it up. It's a tongue scraper. You will rip stuff off your tongue that will just send shudders down your spine. <laughs> so you are you saying that you never ever have bad breath then? No. Have you noticed? I don't know. Exactly. I, well, I'm going to call you out next time. Normally, I'm trying to be kind if you have bad breath. Please I'm, do. I'm calling you out next time. Doesn't happen. The big boy rolls easy. My other one that came to mind: my gambling when- scratchers. <laughs> And look at the text. Boom. Scratchers. Ben. Lotto tickets. Lauren. Scratch off tickets. Yes. Yeah. Look at the... Look. Here comes the respect for the tongue scraper. Dee. love my tongue scraper. What does it look like? It's like a stick and then it has almost... Think of like... uh, I don't know. It almost looks like a spatula with like the center cut out. Okay. And you drag that across your tongue. 
I can't just brush my tongue with my toothbrush. That's disgusting. I feel like I have pretty decent breath most of the time. And then you take it and then you rub it all over your teeth after you brush your tongue. Isn't but yeah, that gums for just chew gum. Well, that's not cleaning anything. Hey, Brian your mic is now off. That's disgusting. That's your back. Yeah. Right brush your teeth for God's sakes. <laughs> Uh, Danielle, I gave a tongue scraper to all my coworkers. Roxy, oh, tongue scrapers a, are great. There's a great gift. Here, we can't hardly breathe in your presence. Here's a tongue scraper. Hey, you know what, Danielle? No one's walking around with junk mouth. Uh, Michael, I actually asked for a new stung, tongue scraper for uh, my wife this year. I am so intrigued. I've never in all my years heard of this, and oh. now I feel like I need one because I have a theory in life. Mm-hmm. If someone, and, and Brian, I'll turn your mic back on. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if... If someone ever has B.O., really bad breath, mm-hmm. or a herpy on their lip, and I'm not trying to be gross. I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. You never forget that. I always go back to when I bought my house in Texas, and this would have been 13 years ago. The guy, my mortgage guy, had really bad breath that day, and I've never forgotten it. Should have t- thrown a tongue scraper right at him. One of my bosses had a herpy on her lip one time. Mm-hmm. I've never forgotten it. I'm saying so the tongue scraper might be my thing because you know once in a while I'll forget to put deodorant on mm-hmm. and it gets I get a little ripe. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yep. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, yesterday was one of those. Days. I didn't want to say it, but there it was. I was so embarrassed to go get my license because I was like, oh man, I'm a, I smell horrible right now. Got that stank on you, right? But I, I went and got deodorant last night, so I'm good today. Well, the good news is your bad breath probably just covered <laughs> that all up. <laughs> I'm just stanking. Oh, uh, look at other Gene. Yes, they give them away at the dentist. Dee Dee, love mine. So yes, all right. Tongue scraper it is. Hey, look, if you're looking to get me something for Christmas, Wood. I think that, uh, Scratchers. Also, shout out to the Scrub Daddy. I don't know what that is. Are you serious? What is that now? It is like the best, uh, like sponge you will have for your kitchen. If it's dry, it's super hard and you can like rip the, really the dirt off the earth with it. And if it's wet, you can really just get into, it's an awesome cleaning utensil. There's so much I don't know. You are just a dirty human being. Show me your ways. Show me your ways. Hold on. We got some people sitting on hold want to chime in. Hello? What do you got? A toenail clipper, you know? (laughs) A toenail clipper, all right. (laughs) I was expecting candy bar or something. Well, I was just thinking, first, I was just thinking about my eyelashes, like, all of a sudden. I was like, oh, I need the eyebrow, eyelash or eyebrow brush. You know, that's important. (laughs) All right. Toenail clipper. Hey, if you got funky toenails, toenail clippers go a long way. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know enough of your backstory to judge that response. So, all right, toenail clipper, best thing under five bucks. All right, we got somebody else sitting here who wants to chime in. All right, what's the best thing under $5? Um, A kombucha drink. Oh, Oh, fancy. Are those under $5? Barely, but yes. What is kombucha? Thank God you asked. I was about to. (laughs) Well, I know it's like a, it's like got leaves and stuff. (laughs) No, he's got like those little orbs like in them. Well, okay, well, why don't we let him answer? Okay. It's a probiotic drink. It helps regulate you. keeps you energized. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, you just told me other words I don't understand to explain <laughs> a one word I didn't understand. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We will give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale of the trash flash. We're headed to... Florida! Yes! That's where we have 36-year-old Chad Mason. How dare you, Chad? That's when his roommate came home, opened up the door, and he found Chad Mason nude with his dog in the living room. By the way, 
same dog as in like his friend. Like his homie. Hi, right, buddy. I mean Fido the puppy. Boy, as this sh- story is taking a turn quick. You can imagine the roommate became quickly irate, yelling and screaming, pretty much saying, Ugh! What's going on here? Well, after the two got into the confrontation, Mason became combative and erratic. That's when he started swinging and then fled the apartment. He headed to nearby uh, nearby Presbyterian Church, broke several potted plants, and then went outside... And gave the three wise men a one-two biscuit punch. <laughs> what is this guy? What's this guy doing, man? Uh, as you can imagine, people driving nearby decided, you know what, this needs to be reported to the police. As he continued to work over everybody in the nativity scene, <laughs> thankfully, you know the <laughs> members of that barnyard scene weren't live. Otherwise, God knows what he would have done. Well, he fled into another neighborhood, and his reign of terror continued. That's where he then destroyed a mailbox and attempted to steal a car. Now, why is he so angry? I, I'd imagine because he got caught going to second base with Fido. <laughs> Arriver, uh, officers arrived on the scene as he was attempting to steal the car. He was quickly put into handcuffs. Hopefully, it wasn't listened by, hopefully he pepper sprayed this monster. And he was taken to jail. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yikes. When you said one about a nativity scene, I did not see that one coming. Well, I figured if I led with the headline there, I don't think any of us wanted that. <laughs> I like how he's just so mad. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Just beating up a nativity scene. What that shame being? Uh, what are you looking at, Joseph? <laughs> pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Toe blow a little baby Jesus across the yard. All right. Well, we can definitely give this one a score. Yeah. Don't you always feel like when you do a crime at a church that the punishment's going to be more severe? Should be. Well, maybe, it's definitely upstairs. I'll say maybe not down. in this life, but when you're taken from this veil of tears. Like, remember when? <laughs> By the way, Adam texted in his own dog or his roommate's dog. Adam doesn't matter. Was it a threesome? Adam, do you have a dog that I need to take off your hands, sir? What's going on here? <laughs> the mental picture that paints of a dude. I, I'm going to keep that mental picture out of my mind. Just a dude naked with his dog. Think of the nativity scene. What's this peanut butter out for? Come on. Score it. Score it. <laughs> what well, you brought to I did. I feel bad about All it. Right. Class it up. I'm about to go punch a nativity scene right now. <laughs> mad at myself. We're better than this. We are way better than this. Come on. Let's give it a score. Not that kind of show. <laughs> we have to start with the glaring obvious. Yes. Being naked with your dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, oof, gosh. 250? Yeah, you could have said any number right there, and I'm not. <laughs> I don't even know if 250 is high enough. Uh, being so angry. I'm so. Come on, Kelly. Stop giggling like a little schoolgirl, man. Up. Getting so mad about being caught mm-hmm. that you decide to go beat up a nativity scene. Mm-hmm. Man, that's trashy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give that 250 points. He broke some potted plants at the church, too. I'll, t- I'll tack another 150 on. Come on. Now we have, uh, what else? Oh, he's beating up mailboxes. That's mm-hmm. that's not as bad as beating up. I'll just give that 125. Correct. <laughs> what? Nothing. Go on. Keep going. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep my cool well, here. Did somebody text something in we no, should know about? No. All right, come no, on. We're come acting, on. We're acting like little kids. Mm-hmm. This isn't good. He beat up a bunch of mailboxes. Yep. 
He was arrested. Yeah, he also tried to steal a car. Tried to steal a car. Mm-hmm. Frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> just taking down the old wise men. I Can I say something? Yes. I feel like if we don't crack a thousand on this one, mm. we're, we're doing a disservice. The points are the points. Well, have we... Is it okay if we did crack a thousand? Well, I mean, I... I the intern house band is all ready to go, and maybe we just need to take a little break here. <laughs> like, from this segment. Come on. <laughs> like, tomorrow, let's not do it. Adam, leave my dog out of this. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, hey, I'm going to stop scoring because we've already cracked the threshold. Cue the intern house band, please. <laughs> I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I go. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? This one dies. Never to be spoken of again. Today. This guy hurts <laughs> himself a whopping 1,150 points. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. We covered a lot of ground today. You passed your test, buddy. I do. I officially have a state driver's license now. We heard the Minnesota Shuffle. Oh, yeah. Which is always fun to listen to. It's something. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, that, that, that won't even. Oh, yeah, it will. I think it'll play on the podcast, won't it? Should. I don't know if I had the button pushed in for it. Oh, darn. <laughs> what a robbery. <laughs> uh, we all, Yeah, I don't know. We covered a lot of ground today in the bonus track, and uh, we will relive it all together, right? Oh, I got oh, an yeah, email. That's, someone, that's a copyright lawyer. <laughs> Here we go. Kelly and Wood. <laughs> that's a wrap. You know what, Wood? Speaking of wraps, it is five below zero outside right now. It is... It is actually really cold out today. We got some snow yesterday. That is, it's turned into ice. Walking can be a little bit treacherous if you didn't if you didn't shovel correctly. Did you shovel yesterday? I did. Okay, thank you very much. It, it was in that kind of like, well, do I leave it? Do I shovel? And I used my new heated gloves. How did that work for your Renan syndrome? Did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty bucks right down the crap. See, I'll buy them from you for thirty. <laughs> I'd rather keep them out of spite. <laughs> Unless you got 55, a little jingle jangle in your pocket. I think, though, Wood, we don't play this song as much as we used to. Oh, God, no. But I think it's time to bring it back just one more time this winter season. And I'm going to post this to the podcast just as its own little... I'm going to do it right now, as a matter of fact. I'm going to post this to the podcast so that you can immediately go download it, show it to your friends, show it to your family. But, Wood, would you mind? If just real quick, hold on, I'm saving I don't this. know who did this. To, someone requested it the other morning, and I swear, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to smack you right in the knee with a ball-peen hammer. But if you're headed out on the sidewalks today, you might want to take it easy and possibly do the Minnesota Shuffle. It's icy everywhere right now in Minnesota. Come on, well, it's only don't two worry, minutes long. Here we go. Fine. Winter time up in the bold north, but we can't stop moving. Gotta keep it back and forth to the job, to the house, to the grocery store. You got places to be and you can't be sore, but there's ice on the ground, ice in the streets. There's ice everywhere in big old sheets. So you gotta be careful. You don't want to struggle. Slow on down and do the minute.
Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that shuffle on that shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that shuffle on that shuffle on that ice. When I was a kid, I didn't know what to do. I would run real crazy and crack my tooth. A busted elbow or a bruised butt cheek. I was from Minnesota, didn't matter to me. No one told me that there was a better way to get around on these icy days. They say, Kelly, slow down. You don't want to struggle. You want to break it down and do the Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. One more verse. Shuffle, oh, on that, shuffle on that. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that. Shuffle on that. Shuffle on that ice. So now you know what to do this winter. Not to bust your butt and to be a winner. People from out of town will think it's great. On these long, cold winters in the state of lakes, they'll say, how do you even walk in this icy cold? We'll say, man, we do something a little more bold. We don't fall down and we don't struggle. We just break it on down and do that Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Now, a few months ago, I got a honest talking to from HR. Yes. Because I would look at people... And I would tell them, you made the list. And it wasn't in a threatening manner, but it came across as a threatening manner. Yes. Well, yeah, because what list? My list. I can tell you right now. Trish, Brenton, Dustin, Mike, all of you <laughs> on my list. <laughs> Texting in telling that you wanted that. <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting the Minnesota shuffle up right now on the podcast. You have made the list. <laughs> Kelly's song. I'm doing this live. Now, the thing is, is you also had a little dance there to go with it as well. It's the Minnesota Shuffle. Well, yes. Well, I, I mean, I was going to do... Much like the hustle itself. I was going to do like a video for it and everything like that, mm-hmm. but I, I got lazy. <laughs> and it's cold out and it's dangerous and icy. <laughs> shuffle on that day. Da- that's what I hate about that song. It will be in my head the rest of the day. I'm going to... All right. I'm putting this up. I know this is bad radio because I'm literally posting to the podcast as we're talking. I'll be walking through my house and all of a sudden I'll be shuffle, shuffle on that, that ice. Sh- yeah. Shuffle on that ice. I hate you so much, <laughs> Kelly Jordan. Now play this for all your friends mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do with it. Zach texts in, last time I heard it, I really wanted to show my wife, but I couldn't find it online. It's going on the podcast right I, now. I guess I'm on Wood's list too. You made the list, Zach. <laughs> Dustin, I'm going to be singing that at work today. I shuffle told you. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that. And I remember the- Sir, are you having a stroke? No, it's the Minnesota shuffle. I remember the morning I made that. We were still fairly new working together. Mm-hmm. And it just came to me as I was driving to work. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make a song real quick this morning. And you were not a fan. <laughs> still not. Still not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kelly made a song about the icy sidewalk. How do you mm-hmm. spell icy? <laughs> <laughs> I really have no idea how to spell icy. I've well, the drink is I-C-E, oh, I-C-Y. but you go I-C-Y. Okay, I did I-C-E-Y, I-C-E-Y and then I did I-C-I-E. <laughs> yeah! The icy sidewalks. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's that's all the description we need, right? Yeah. Kelly made a song about the icy sidewalks. And I was jacked up to shovel my driveway yesterday with those new heated gloves, and they just did nothing, because I bought them for my big weekend extravaganza this weekend, which I haven't told you about, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Because I am excited about that. But yeah, man, if it's if it doesn't do that, I don't know. I, I got nothing. I also bought some heated socks, but they didn't come. The heated socks, okay. And those are like battery powered. This one I okay. bought is like USB powered. Uh, that's probably why. It probably doesn't have enough, enough amps. It's supposed to be, it can run on the energy saving mode for eight hours. It can run on high temps for like three. 
And I tell you, I had it on high yesterday, and I came in, I was like, golly, my fingers still hurt. That might be a you problem, though. That might be like because of your Reynolds syndrome. Reynolds Reynolds syndrome. syndrome. That's what I Raise awareness, please. You know know that Ryan Reynolds syndrome that you have going on? (laughs) It doesn't roll off the tongue as well as vertigo awareness, but you know that's okay. (laughs) Kevin, I want to see a music video for the Minnesota Shuffle. You You made the list. You know what? My son loves to film videos for the radio and stuff. Maybe I'll have my son do cameraman. And we'll we'll come up because I have a dance to it. It's kind of like do, this. Oh, Shuffle on that eye. It's a little more sexual than it yeah, should be. It's borderline aggressive. <laughs> I get that flag warning on the YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, anyway, up. Uh, listen, uh, Christmas party coming up December fifteenth. Yes, it's only what, a week away now. A week from today. We still don't have the Reba McIntyre jacket autographed yet. Uh, I think we've hit a wall. <laughs> I think we've hit many walls. I thought we I thought we really had an in. We got an email forwarded to the family and it went nowhere. And it went dead. And then we got a number to text in. And mm-hmm. you, yesterday yesterday we came in the studio Woods like, "Oh my god, Reba messaged me back." Yeah. And what wasn't it just like a Uh it says Season's greetings from the McIntyre family or something like that. Hey, Wood. The Big Sky Winter Finale airs tonight on ABC. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. <laughs> Thank you, Reba. I responded, "What a bet?" Where are we at on my jacket? The best one was, does anybody actually check this? Was yeah. just having a conversation <laughs> with a bot. I just sent it back. Is anyone there? Who is? Is there an intern? Do you think she has an intern? She probably. I'm sure she has assistants. I well, don't know yeah. if you're an intern. Because you'd have to be in a paid position. Otherwise, you're probably just a fan. You know, and then yeah. you're just like hanging out with whoever. And you don't want a Selena situation yeah. in that aspect. But I'll tell you this. I, here's another bad part about the Christmas party. Not just not having the Reba jacket autographed. I am in a very awkward haircut cycle right now mm-hmm. because it's still a week away. The, if you have a bald fade, the best time to show yourself in public is three days after getting a bald fade. It is when you are at your prime. The problem is I need my eyebrows shaved because I can't hardly even see you right now. Right. These things. I'm wearing a stocking cap or a beanie because I have like an... I, I, and your I, eyebrows look like that diabetes guy. <laughs> Ed Brimley or whatever his name is. <laughs> Ed Bagley Jr. What yeah. is that guy's name? Wilfred Brimley? Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. <laughs> They're not that bad. I don't know when they started growing like this, though. I, isn't that a sign of, and don't take this the wrong way, but isn't that a sign of old age? Like your eyebrows get out of whack? I should slap you right in your well, I think it's something eyebrowless like, face. What is it? Your, uh, what, your nose grow continues to grow, your ears continue to grow, right. and your eyebrows yeah. just get wild. Just go crazy. Mine have always been a little on the... Because remember I told you I dated a girl who made me get my eyebrows waxed. Yeah. She's like, I can't look at you with those eyebrows. I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't either. I keep mine tight. I, my eyebrow hair is insanely like... It's like wire. Like one time I tried to yank one and I like almost snapped my head. <laughs> wow! Do you ever do that? that bad like, boy's deep. You yank him and like your eyes start watering. Yeah. I'm like, how do women do this on a daily basis? And I that's do mine like I once get. a month. Women, I- the the the, the lengths y'all go through for beauty is crazy. And in fact, speaking of that, we uh, waxing the city stepped up. They're one of our sponsors at the Christmas party. You and I are going to do wax trivia that okay. night. You're going to wax my eyebrows? Has it gotten I, that bad? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if we got enough wax to do that. You know who else I do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. I'm a little on the hairy side. Now, can I ask another question about your haircut choice? And I, I, and I mean this in all sincerity. Go ahead. Do a lot of white guys get that haircut? Uh, not many. Uh, now they do. But when I was getting it, it was, oh, God, you know what's funny? I went out. I'll tell you this later. I'm going to tell you the two questions I missed on the DMV test yesterday. Okay. But 
I, she said, have you ever had a Minnesota driver's license? I said, yeah, about 20 years ago. I said, maybe even more than that. And she goes, oh, yep, there you are. We got you in this. I was like, really? I was like, can I see the picture? Dude, I was a... I, you know, I've always said I hated myself in my 20s. Yeah. I, I just reaffirmed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Frosted tips. Oh, yeah. Hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. And a silk shirt. Silk shirt's a bold choice. For a license photo. Yeah. Probably, I was probably going to the clubs, and I was like, hey, I want to I look cool right when the bouncer sees me and sees my ID. As a bouncer, that's not cool, man. <laughs> the, the hoop earrings, I was like, good God. I was like, can you use that picture on my new license? She goes, eh, no. Yeah. I, said, I said, can you print it off for me? She's no, we can't do that. Yeah, it seems like it's against the rules. Right. Oh, man. Well, and, hey, I'm glad. I, and I'm not asking. Again, I I'm not being offensive. I but just I will know. say, the best people who have ever given me, given me the, the, the bald fade mm-hmm. have been, like, minorities. Mexicans. <laughs> You're so scared to say it. Well, no, I, I don't mean it. But, like, there's a, there's a haircutting place right down the street that is gangsta. Mm-hmm. And it gave me the best bald fade I ever had. But the dude was smoking while he was giving me a haircut. I couldn't stand it. Reminded me too much of childhood. Yeah. Having that cigarette right next to my face as I'm getting a haircut. Just ashing right in your lap. It was If he wouldn't have been smoking while he gave me a haircut, I'd go back there. But I, just, I couldn't. You know, I'm not going to leave a black long over here. Uh, Denise had a good text in. She said, hey, I bet Bobby Bones can get in touch with Reba. Uh, feeling good this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you are one of our listeners in Minnesota, check out the podcast. Because you've probably never heard the Minnesota Shuffle before. Minnesota. It is now, huh? You said one of our listeners in Minnesota. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're in North Dakota, do you care about the Minnesota Shuffle? I would assume so. I, that's regional, man. <laughs> it is. That's, na- that's international. I will be coming out with the North Dakota Shuffle very, very soon. I look forward to that being blasted in Korean <laughs> dance clubs. And if you you know, if you want to make a little TikTok video to it, by all means, please do. See Kim Jong-un on TikTok <laughs> bust into the Minnesota Shuffle. Hey, speaking of... I finally no longer have a Texas driver's license. I am officially a resident. Mm. Thank you very much. I took my DMV test yesterday, uh, five days after my license expired. Thank you. I was worried they were going to arrest me upon sight, but they did not. Should have. Um, They did show me my picture from the last time I had a Minnesota driver's license, and it was shocking. Mm. Uh, I don't know where I found those big hoop earrings, and I don't know why I was still wearing them in the year 2000. M'lady. But I was, and I, I looked... I mean, hoop earrings were in there for a little bit. They were. Yeah. And I, 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 when I go to the grocery store by my house, it's all high school kids working there. And I see, I see dudes wearing earrings again. The earrings are definitely back. Like there was one kid in one of my uh, college classes. Now, this thing dangles down to his shoulder. Oh yeah, I, one of our uh, one of the kids who works like the promo staff here mm-hmm. wears like a big dangly earring. I'm like, wow, that's eighties. Yeah, like it's. I'm not playing around when I'm telling you it, it hits his shoulder. Yeah, that's boy. That's oh, that's like George Michael in the Faith video. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a bold choice, but it goes to show you all style is cyclical. It is. I tell my daughter that because my daughter dresses like girls dressed in the nineties, mm-hmm. like early nine. I'm like Presley, like you look like you look like a kid from the nineties right now. The grunge look, high waisted jeans, yeah, boots, mm-hmm. a flannel shirt, I'm Doc like, Martens, <laughs> right? Well, I'm not getting her Doc Martens. Teen angst. Because I do know how quickly uh, fashion goes away, so I'm not getting her Doc Martens. Those are expensive. But they last. Yeah. Yeah. I think I still have a pair of Doc Martens in my closet. Back, package them up. Merry <laughs> Christmas, kids. This is vintage. They're a little big, Dad. Yeah. yeah they'll grow into them. Anyway, so I did miss a couple of questions on the DMV test, and it made me nervous because as I was taking it, I, I didn't know if I was getting the answers right or wrong. I was mm-hmm. just taking the test, and... Then I finally got one wrong, and it told me I got it wrong. So I, met, I guess I was crushing it for like the first eight questions. Okay. 
So I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm getting these right or wrong. Is the screen just going to shut off, and then I don't know if I got my license or not? But anyway, then I got my first one wrong, and then I started to panic a little bit. I was like, oof, I'm only eight questions in. I think they give you six that you can get wrong out of 40. Okay. So I was like, oh, I got super nervous at that point. But then I, I crushed it. And I'm glad I spent that 50 bucks to buy that practice test because it really did help me out. Solid buy. Right. But are, do you want – here, here's the questions I got wrong, Okay. And I'm going to give you the multiple choice. Because I'm a wheelsman. Right? Yes, you are, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. First one I got wrong was, why, what are the benefits to zipper merging? Okay. okay. Now, here are the multiple choice. Reduces differences in speeds between two lanes. That's the one I guessed because I was just like, huh. Well, now I just told you that was the wrong well, one. Well, yeah, I knew no, that's sorry wrong. About, okay. Reduces the overall length of traffic backup as much as 40%. Reduces congestion on freeway interchanges, create creates a sense of fairness and equity that all lanes are moving at the same rate. A, B, C, or D. Uh, what kind of PC nonsense is that? I would go with B. You're wrong. Where's my buzzer? You are 100 percent wrong. Because it does back it. It does. It does reduce congestion. Creates a sense of fairness and equity that all lanes are moving at the same rate. No. That was dude. I, I just stood up and left. That was the correct answer, and I was like, "What the heck?" I thought it was a. Jo- I was thinking like it was like a joke, you know, like yeah. ha ha ha. We're making fun of fairness and equity in traffic, right? Because those are like catchphrases now. What, like the Tesla gets to go ahead of everyone, right? So I thought, oh, they're just making a joke about how equity and fairness is like in everything now. I was like, wait, that was so stupid. The DMV is not going to put joke answers in no. the test. That, that's ridiculous. So, that was the, And I actually giggled to myself because I was like, the correct answer is creates a sense of fairness and equity. I wouldn't have gotten that wrong. I, I, I wouldn't have. I, I, take the back, I wouldn't have gotten it right on purpose. You would have fought it? Even if they would come up like, that's the answer. I'm like, no. No, it's not. <laughs> and someone needs to take a stand. <laughs> the other Sir, one. no. <laughs> See, our Hope just texted in, never heard of zipper merging. You're a part really? of the problem, Hope. Yeah, Hope, you might be part of the problem. It means like a zipper, like how your zipper comes together. Like when they say, all right, the left lane ahead is closed, and all of a sudden everyone starts to get over to the right right away. Right. No, you go all the way down to the end. You're and not you, ditching. You come together like a zipper. And you go in, and then it's one car, one car, one car, one car, one car. Which is the way it should work. Right. But you got that one guy who's like, oh, you're not getting in front of me. And he pulls out into the lane like you're not going to go. Hey, moron. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to go. Or he's super like close to the car in front of him, so he won't let you in. Mm-hmm. If we just drove a little more kind to each other, he said, I, Nick said, I hate the zipper merge now. <laughs> <laughs> For the equity of it well, all. Good thing no one knows how to do it, uh, Nick. No, so you, they don't. You won't have to deal with it much, but it makes complete sense, but no one does it. Now, the opposite is if, like, if, if it's like an exit ramp and everybody's in line and then you zoom all the way up and then try to cut over... That's an a-hole move. Right, 100%. I, I could not agree with you more, buddy. And again, if I was a judge or a police officer and I saw someone do that and then I saw another person like pit maneuver them into a ditch... You turn the other way? I'm okay with it. <laughs> you go the other way on that one? In fact, I'm driving by and spitting out the window at you. <laughs> but the zipper merge, that's how it has to go, man. All right, here's the other one that I got wrong. How much space should you give a bicyclist on the road? One None. F- <laughs> give a little chin music. No, one foot... Three feet, six feet, are one car length. I believe it's six feet. That's what I guessed. Three feet? Three feet. Yeah. It was less than I thought. Mm. Well, because, you know, they can move, too. That's that's close, man. Like, that's super close. So I got those two wrong on the test yesterday. Okay. But the rest of them I got right, so. Well, man, you saw it when we were in New York. The the bicyclists, they're oh, crazy, man. dude. That that whole traffic scene is nuts. I couldn't. There's no way I could do that. Some like, and you see it sometimes, like up here, like people that like bike to work 
when it's snowing out. Yeah. Either A, y'all got like 47 DUIs and I respect you for at least doing the right thing and not getting behind the wheel, or B, you're insane. Well, you know uh, Nick Barth from Nice Tar Team? Mm-hmm. He rides his bike to work like year round. Yeah. There was He's one, insane. There's one time it was like five <laughs> below zero and someone rode past me on a bike right out. He goes, hey, Kelly. I'm like, what the hell? Someone's on a bike? I was about to tell you a story about someone I saw on a bike the other day, but that's, insane. that's for off the air. When they have like those big, and I, I think it's neat, you know, they have the big monster tires on right. it and everything. Or, it's cool. Like you can get the battery powered bikes now that kind of assist when you get in a little in a little muck. But that's borderline motorcycling. Right. But that's cool. But man, can you imagine five below zero and now you're moving into the wind? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's torture right there. Uh, Carrie texted in, zipper merging works as good as roundabouts. Watch yourself, Carrie. Uh, what, I, I, what, you, I'm a huge fan of roundabouts. Yeah. Love I, them. I think roundabouts, again, they work if you use them right. But then you get that one person who stops in the roundabout. Again, in, should be a pit maneuver. I was glad I got that question right. One of the questions was, what should you do if an ambulance comes behind, or an emergency vehicle comes behind you in a roundabout? Do you know what to do? Accelerate and get out. Get out and then pull over. Yeah. Because yeah. people will pull over inside the roundabout just oh. blocking the whole thing. Now you've screwed up the entire... Now the roundabout ain't working right. You got to keep it going, man. Anyway, I'm happy, dude. I was I was nervous. I was like, man, I'm driving with a suspended out-of-state license. Mm. And, and I've been here for five years. Well, welcome to the state, my friend. Feels good. I'm finally... Oh, and I have uh, finally registered to vote here. Look at you. Yeah. So now they're going to... What, have you been come- voting in Texas absentee the whole time? <laughs> That's none of your business. Oh... <laughs> Let's do some history. Uh, Hope, by the way, Texas says, "Hey, whoa! I do the zipper merge. I just didn't know what it was called." Okay, all right. Hope you're you're gonna lead us to the promised land. You're off my list now. <laughs> my, my list is stacking up tonight. You got a big list. Uh, you better start getting to some of these. Page people. three. Sievert says roundabouts suck. Watch I, I, I disagree. I think roundabouts are supposed to do the right. Once everybody knows what's going on, it's it, that's the key, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are you ready for some history, Wood? Yes, sir. Uh, on this day in 1980. Good evening. The death of a man who sang and played the guitar overshadows the news from Poland around in Washington tonight. Former Beatle John Lennon, who was 40, was shot and killed last night outside his luxury apartment in New York. The alleged killer is an unemployed security guard and printer who had lived in Hawaii. Is he still alive, the guy who killed John Lennon? I was saying John Lennon, no, he died uh, March day, four years ago. <laughs> if John Lennon were alive, would he be dead? Yeah, possibly. No, but Mark David Chapman is the one who... Uh, is the one who killed him. I don't know if he's still alive or not. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I, uh, but anyway, that happened back in 1980. I never heard that broadcast. I've always heard the Monday night one. Right. Where they came on and he's, you know, and they made the announcement during the game that right. you know, John Lennon was just shot and killed. Yeah. Man. It's it's weird to think that you co- you go from being a Beatle to just walking the streets of New York mm-hmm. with, with no security, no any, just you and Yoko. Wow. Did, did you know that I met Yoko Ono one time at a at a radio station I was working at? I've heard she's a grade A knob. She was. Yeah. She was so rude. And I'm like, you're freaking Yoko Ono. You, you, you've done nothing. You married a beetle. That's all you've done. I've heard she is really, she, really She treated difficult. us like dirt. She, yeah. So we had a station that played kind of hippie music in the cluster I worked in. Mm-hmm. And she was in there. And I was like, well, I kind of want to meet her. You know, it's Yoko Ono. Well, right. right. You know, she was married to a beetle. And she just treated us all like dirt. I'm like, pfft. She like brought some of her little artwork to talk about. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Was it good? Hell, what do you think? Yeah. Have you heard her sing? The <sighs> Ch- when she's singing with Chuck Berry Ooh. and she starts doing that noise, I should have pulled that clip. That's no. <laughs> I've already heard the Minnesota Shuffle. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> On this day in 1990, the world's largest pizza was created in South Africa. It was 123 feet long. Okay. I think probably tasted terrible. 
South Africa, huh? A pizza known hotbed. For, <laughs> known, for the, <laughs> known for their pizza, yeah. I'm guessing they got a bunch of people together and fed a bunch of people, but I, yeah. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> throw, it, throw it in the trash. Can I get one with a piece of cheese at least? <laughs> uh, it was on this day in, in 2013. Metallica performed a show in Antarctica, making them the first band to ever perform on all seven continents. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Now, was there anyone there for this show in Antarctica? That's what I was wondering. But I don't want to sound stupid, but how many people live in Antarctica? Well, remember, our engineer here, Tony Affalter, good dude, he lived in Antarctica for a little while on some military base. Right. So was it maybe like they went there to perform? Could be, yeah. But pretty cool that they're the only band to ever perform on all seven continents. They just like pull up on a boat and like, all right, <laughs> let's get this over let's with. Get the hell off here and do this real quick. We're going to do Master of Puppets. We're going to do one and we're going to get the hell out of here. From the top, boys. <laughs> Don't plug anything in. It's like two of their longest songs, too. <laughs> Why did we pick these two? Uh, and then uh, let's do some birthdays today, shall we, Wood? All right. Celebrating a birthday today. Sam Hunt. Now... I've always said the biggest thing you can do when you find yourself in hot water is disappear for a little bit. Right. Sam Hunt did that. Remember? Did he? What did he do? Well, remember, he he got he had that DUI that was really bad. Oh, that's right. Then he had the thing where he was cheating on his wife. Oh, again, oh, was pregnant, right? Wasn't yeah. his wife pregnant? He was cheating on her? But then they got back together. But he's kind of disappeared here for a little bit. Yeah. And he shut it down. And you watch... He'll make a comeback. Come spring, summertime, he's going to put out an album. All of a sudden, oh, yeah, I haven't heard Sam Hunt in a while. I work in country music radio, and we probably talked about those stories ad nauseum, and I forgot about both of them. Yeah, so uh, he's doing it the right way, at least. uh, How old is he today? 37. Ah, you're close, man. He is 38 today. Quite an athlete, too. Is he? Yeah, I think he played college football. Oh, dang, I didn't know that. I think he did that. I'm learning so much. Yeah. Thank you, Wood. I could Uh, be wrong there. (laughs) Also celebrating a birthday today, who person who delivered one of the best lines in Seinfeld history. And by the way, they're real and they're spectacular. Terry Hatch, of course, she was on, you know, Desperate Housewives. That's the show she was on. Right, but that line on Seinfeld is just the best. And by the way, they're real and they're spectacular. Like, how many lines did Seinfeld give us that everybody uses? Like, double dipping a chip. No soup for you. Right. No soup. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. just came out with so many lines that we use in everyday life. Master of your domain. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 55. Uh, Terry Hatchett, you're close. You're a little bit low on that one. Uh. Terry Hatcher is the ripe old age of 58 today. Really? Yeah, she looks good, man. Good for her. She's looking good. That's what moisturizer will do for mm-hmm. you. Uh, and, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well.